check. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Backbone Podcast. We have a massive show for you today. The Download Festival lineup has been released. We've got Polaris Mortal Coil. We've got the Alpha Wolf Live Review Trophy Eyes. Feed the Rhino Tonight Alive. Wes Bowen said some shit. The Fever 333, Nathan Cusses, and we got too much to talk about. Way too much to talk about, Nick. And that intro, I've been air drumming it. Am I a piece of shit? Oh, well, if you're air drumming yourself, I think it does it classifies you as an absolute tool. Oh, I love it. The, I love it. The thing is, I actually, I was talking to you before the show, and I said we probably shouldn't do a, uh, a highlight band because I feel like it's going to get muddled up with all the music we have to get through, especially after Too this, much music. the top story. We've uh, postponed our show to the Thursday night to accommodate this yes. lineup itself. Download yes. Festival 2018 is it's official. On. The lineup has been announced. Dropped. 28 bands currently. There's supposed to be 29, but for some reason, Tonight Alive haven't been put on that lineup as of yet because well. they got announced last night. Oh, shit. And, but yet aren't on the poster. Uh, Nathan Custison, overall... Is this a step forward? Is this is this oh, yes. a, uh, is this positive for the Australian heavy music scene? Oh, for sure, mate. This is just like there's been that little hollow like thing since Soundwave's died. Like Unify's been fantastic, but it doesn't bring the internationals, which we talked about like when we said download potentially is coming. And like I think it fills it now. Like look at the size look at the size of the band's headlining. Just like you don't you wouldn't never get any of those to play Unify. No, definitely not. So like uh, I'm happy. I'm I'm a big like I you know this this lineup's copped a lot of criticism. And it has. It is incredibly strange to me. Um, like I understand why. I know like we had this uh, talk two weeks ago where we were saying you know um, unfortunately when you have a tag known as download, you're expecting huge, something yeah. huge. And, you know, people every year now would be looking at lineups. I'm sure people would have been looking at lineups prior to this lineup drop and thinking, holy shit, this is three days and all these amazing bands are playing. Yeah. And to see, you know, a 29 band, basically a day's worth with, you know, and people, unfortunately, Australia has been spoiled with the sound wave. We have. Uh, with Corn, you know, they were saying, I know a lot of the comments saying Corn were a, a midday or like a four o'clock in the they afternoon were, band in Soundwave yeah. 2014. Look at that lineup. And to me, I'm all I see is positives. I really enjoy this. Oh, these, as you said, these are bands that wouldn't come out otherwise. And exactly. there are some weird curveballs in there, but I think it fits the demographic and it targets the right sorts of people. Oh, for sure. There's a lot of popular stuff in there. Like for one, you got two punk bands on this on the third line there with Good Charlotte and No Effects, so they're gonna appeal to that side of things. You got the metal line, I'd say, next with like Gojira and the Modern Math. So you got to you got a band playing in a fucking pirate ship, mate. What? Why are people whinging? Like seriously. Well, what I've done is I've I've, All right, I've broken down the oh, lineup shit. a little bit into a few categories just to um, just to kind of work out how uh, diverse it is. Yep. Um. Yeah. The weird thing is, and I think one of the big problems what people are seeing is oh, no issues. The top three bands unfortunately don't fit into any other category. They're not. They're kind of the standalone bands. Yeah. They and are. there's not really many. You could say there's some that could kind of cross over. You could say like an Ocean Grove could cross over. Yep. Um. You could say of a Mice and Men because they're a huge. Um, new are. metal influence to yep. them, but as a whole, they don't really, you know. But the metal thing, I think, you know, as you said, Mastodon, Gojira, Amona Marth, yep. Arch Enemy are Arch playing Enemy. Sabaton. Yep. Uh, I know Nails is a big one. Psych- Psychroptic, Psychroptic, man, we've seen them. King Parrot, like these are these are like all these bands. These are all going to appeal to the metal guys. You they got the, uh, the true punk guys and No Effects, Suicidal Tendencies, Clowns. Clowns, yep. Clowns is a huge one. They are. And Bad Cop, Bad Cop, who was an all female punk band. Funnily wow. enough, I 
checked out today. Yeah. Not too good. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, it ter- and then you got like the, you know then you kind of soften up for the pop punky kind of stuff. You got the good Charles, the neck deeps, the trophy eyes, tonight alive, story so far. Falling in reverse gets chucked oh, into that as well. Stop. And then you got the head, and then you got the little bit of the heavier stuff. Northlane, mice, Alpha Wolf, Ocean Grove, issues, and cursed earth. There's a lot of crossover there as well. You know, cursed earth could go into the punk stuff. Um, okay. you know, issues could go into the pop punk stuff. You know? Yes. <laughs> there, like that's the thing. I think that there are bands here that I look at and I go, you know what? If if it wasn't for something like Download, I wouldn't be able to see them. There's a lot of positives. I think that you've got to take what you can get at this stage. Oh, shit. And I feel like for people to be complaining about something this early, <laughs> considering it like three, two weeks ago, there was no guarantee the festival was That's even what I happening. Mean. Well, the last show, I said I didn't think it was going to happen, Nick. Yeah. So there you go. And within two weeks, you've got a lineup, you got a date. It's in Melbourne, which we both predicted. Uh, it's perfect. Oh, I'm, I'm stoked. Well, for one, profits are rage. Like, <clears throat> when was the last time. Those three played as rage. Yeah, it's, that's a that's a, a bit of a sleeper, like in terms of the lineup. I think a lot of I saw someone on the comment being like, you know, for anyone who's saying the lineup small, understand that Rage Against Machine are playing just without the singer, and exactly. Cypress Hill and Public Enemy are taking the place. It's like it's you know, huge. I, that, that, that's a massive announcement. And, and I decided to check their set list out with them and playing of recently. Lots of old shit, isn't it? Yeah. I, I tell you what, there's a lot of rage in there. There's a lot of exactly. rage. There's some Public Enemy, Cypress, and then there's some of their their good stuff that they have. Yeah, it's going to be a massive show. Like they're going to be something. I think they'll be the final. Band. They're, they're not a. They're not a band um, that I think a lot of people would know about. You know, they'd be like, Prophets of Rage, like, what's that? They're yeah, kind what of, is it? Yep. Why they build so highly in the whole fray of things. Do you think that um, in terms of the headliner, I, I love Korn. I'm a massive fan of Korn. Do you think they've got it right? Well, Korn, as we used to say when we were younger, they are festival sluts. Yeah, they are. They're beautiful they're festival. Festival sluts. And, well, you can't complain because they're that, they're that band that, like, no one really whinges about Korn. Oh. Like, oh, they're, no, but, like, as a headline band, there's a lo- they've got a massive following. So, like, they're, yeah. they're, they're a safe, I think, headline band. Like, either way, like, they're older shit. Like, they got older fans that like their earlier stuff. They, their last couple of albums have actually been pretty damn good, Nick. So, yeah, like... Their most recent one's been fa- was fantastic. That's what actually. I mean. So, their, their most recent one was really, really good. So, they'll be playing predominantly stuff off there, but they're going to be throwing, throwing in their classics. And, like, when people hear their classics, they're going to be like, oh... I know this song. I know that song. That's what Rage is going to be as well. Prophets of Rage. It is. It's one of those things I know. Um, Limp Biscuit. My God. Oh, well, Limp Biscuits are no whole lot of story. Like I, I love the fact that they're bringing back Limp Biscuit again. It's bounce you know? core, Nick. It's bounce. Yeah, bounce core. They it's all re- about they, bounce. They were like new metal is bounce core. Like for anyone who thinks well, those top three. It's that's exact. That's what I mean. That's why they stand alone. That's why they like you know you got you're going to see. I think they said there was going to be about thirty thousand people going to this. That's I think big. they said. Uh, the tickets already have been priced. Nathan, do you know how much they are? I'm gonna guess 180. 170 plus, plus booking fees, so they'll probably, what, they'll probably push, bucks, they'll push you to 180 probably. Dude, that's that's I'm happy to pay that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm gonna be going for sure. There's no, there's yeah, no well, doubt regardless. About that. I, I looked at that lineup and I saw 10 acts that I wanted to see, and I that's, had 11. Oh, there you go. But okay, so who have you seen? Who haven't you seen on this lineup? Uh, so the, in terms of the band that you want to see, Profits of Rage is the big one because obviously yeah, it's very obviously. hard to see a band like that. Yep. Um, anyone else? I think I've seen everyone else that I'd like to see on that lineup. I'm so just, is there anything new that you're looking at that you? Be like, yep, yeah, I want to go see him just to say I've seen him. I want to uh, suicidal tennises, maybe. Maybe depending on depending on the scheduling. I like I'm yeah, I'm really worried about the whole clashing of it, you know, because unfortunately when well, you, how many stages will there be? They said I think it says it on there. I think it says there's four four stages or 
on the on towards the bottom. I've got, of a, thing. Ba- I've got a bad photo. No, you've got a bad yeah. photo cut off at the bottom. But I think yeah. it says it's going to be four stages. Whether or not they're divided into two, like they usually, yeah, they are. should. The two became yeah. ones, you think? And uh, that's the, the problem is when you like um, the top three bands, that means you're probably got the most likely chance of being clashing with a lot of bands because they're going to take up the most set time. Yeah. Um, I there is a big chance that the, the last three bands on that in the main stage will be Lid Biscuit, Profits, and then Corn, which I'll be go- will be going. Yeah, to. and that'll yep. be and that'll take up five hours. And <laughs> yeah. that'll take up the whole day basically I think so, you'd have probably on the other stages Northlane to be one of the last bands I'd say yeah, well, one of the you, smallest you might stages. have yeah, no effects and suicidal tendencies close out of stage yep. like yeah and I, I'm really excited to see Clowns Clowns are such an yeah. underrated band I've never seen you know, them really really great yeah. um, I'm excited to see what Mice and Men can do within this kind of stage you know, they're, they're, for all the shit that they cop I well, think that you, they have yeah. a lot of good songs they really do if they play the classics I know like they're, you know, they're not at the stage where they can play the classics but you know well, we get to see the guy doing the screams and the cleans yeah, exactly. so that's going to be interesting to see Ocean Grove I I've got a, I've got a bit of an, an opinion on Ocean Grove later on in the show. Actually, yeah, well, I want to talk to you about them as well oh. regarding something. Oh no, what have we got for me? Oh, it, it'll come. It'll come. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm really I'm excited to see what they can do. It seems like they've kind of dropped off a little bit they as have. of recent. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of this. I think that it appeals to enough people. You know, you got the the cheeky little good Charlotte, which is like you know, uh, I know a lot. That's of a handy get. Uh, well, I'm going to go see him. Some of the comments going like you know, had like why would you have good Charlotte on there? It's like you know. Some bands like why would why would Groove and oh, well, Splendor have Dale Braithwaite on there? Like you know why <laughs> exactly. would these like why would these big festivals have old school acts like that? Because have they seen fun. the European lineups? Bands like that are always there. Simple yeah, Plan, of course. But I guess when you've got That's massive bigger, bands yeah. around them, it make it kind of makes up for it. And it kind of appeals to a broader scale. Yeah. Um, you know, you got. Is there any acts that you kind of go? Why are they there? I, I'm a bit. War- I'm a bit curious. Who's Hot Water Music? Nick? I haven't heard them. I haven't heard them. They're, I, I, they're probably them and I think Nails. Nails are fucking heavy. Okay, good. All right, that's, that's all right. Um, and already taking bets. I saw on the uh, I probably hate your band discussion page. We're already taking bets for them to pull out. Apparently, they pulled out before in the past. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm, a bit, I'm a bit worried about issues. I don't know why oh, they'd be on there. Oh, not because I'm that just shocks not a, me too. Not a bet fan. Just a weird choice. To it me. is. I feel like you could have. I, I saw that too. I was like, what the hell? They're a perfect unified band. I just think that I. I just think that they could have gone better. Yeah, like it's. Do you think? Because we actually a couple of the bands that have been announced here, we thought would be on unified. Do you reckon? This like being under wraps was a like a factor because like, we, like we, we both were a little bit disappointed with Unifier's lineup. Maybe. Do you reckon this has affected it at all? I don't think so. I I don't think so as of yet because like you know a lot of our our guesses like we said stuff falling, like falling in reverse, which was a, which was an out there get, and so was of mice. Northlane we knew wasn't going to play. Ocean we didn't think was going to play. Issues could play like you yep. know Cursed Earth are playing. So like there is there is like a lot there to be had. I just neck deep. I thought they'd play. This yeah, there's just something I think that um. You know, they need to be careful on what bands they pick on that kind of genre. Yep. And it's good that they haven't gone for too many. You well, know, that's, that's the good part about it. They haven't gone like, because at the end of the day, I don't know, it's going to be compared to Unify now. Like, you know, unfortunately, yeah. you know, it's funny. Poor how, Unify. It's incredible <laughs> how now Unify is almost like the big bo- big dog. That's the big player because that's been going for a few years. And, you know, now yeah. everybody's, they're comparing this lineup to Unify's, which even though no, this lineup is clearly better than Unify. Oh, it's, it's so it's, much It's better. not even in the same category. I not was, in the same league. I was like, if, if Unify didn't have camping, if all those bands were playing the one day and all these bands are playing the one day, I know what festival I'd go to. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, and, and it's cheaper. It's about the same amount of bands as well, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's about the same amount of bands, about 30 odd bands. And we're like, we're cruising along. Do you, uh, is there any headliner that you kind of would have wanted? Like, I know we'll kind of well, go. I want a system. system. I, I, I haven't seen system. You've been lucky enough to see them. Yeah. They're, they're, they're the massive one, but like, Sam Profits to rage. Like we get to see Timmy. Yep. We get to see Brad Wilk. Yep. And Morello. So yeah, like, they're huge. They, 
that might never happen again in Australia. So that's uh, anyone that likes rage, it's a must see. I think. Like, I think it's. I don't think they'll do a sideshow. I think this will just be the one. I think they will. Oh, you reckon they will? Yeah. Just the only reason, Sydney. The only reason I say that is because Corn are the only band there, and I wonder how much they would have paid for Corn that says only show, you know, only Australian show underneath their title. Yeah, it does. Saw that. Yep. So um, I think that, you know, and we are talking about, you know, when Architects got announced for Unify, I wonder how much they'd be getting paid. And obviously they've played, a, they're playing an Adelaide show now to make up for the Bring Me Horizon debacle, yep. um, which they couldn't do after that all fucked up. But uh, it's interesting to see now that Corner playing the only show, they would have been paid a shitload oh, of money. millions, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it would be a huge get for them to travel that far. Yeah. Um, if there was anything missing, I know a lot of people saying Avenge My Headline. They're headlining the actual download, the European yeah, one. Yeah, the big, big just one. Release Fucking how that. big are those blokes? They're, they're, they're just grown to it. Maybe it's, it's huge. I think, think Avenge are at a stage, unfortunately, for the Australian market at least, that they're a massive band in America. They're a massive band in Whereas Europe. Whereas out here, but out they've here, dropped away. They're not, yeah. as ma- they're not as big. They're not as big as what they think they are. Because you could tell, and like, I'm a big Avenge fan as well. We're both Avenge fans. When know? they played... That you're talking about the the sound wave? Yeah. Is the, yeah, is that what you're thinking of? Yeah, I think okay. so, because I think they would have almost kind of thought they'd be headline material. Whereas they were on the third stage, weren't they? Yeah, and they were. Last, they, were yeah. they were the last band, but they were on a weird kind of... Set, yeah, further kind of, out. Yeah, and I think that they think they're a big deal. They look like a band who think they're the shit. Very and, arrogant. And sometimes you have to be. That's how they get such a big... Because you, know, you have to have confidence in yourself. Oh, shit, yeah. Healthy arrogance. Yeah. But, yeah. What about... Uh, is there anything else you like on here, Nath? Is there anything that you're kind of a bit curious about before we move on? I'm wrapped with the consistency. So, like, there's 11 bands that there immediately that I want to see. So, like, the big bands like Rage and Limp Biscuit I haven't seen. So, I've seen Corn, I've seen Mastodon. Good Charlotte, they they interest me a little bit because they got yeah. so many, like, just token, like, good songs. Like, Suicidal Tendencies, that, that's an interesting one. Gives me an excuse now to listen a bit more. I might have math, seen them. Kajira. Everyone says is like, the best band in the world. So, yeah, I, now there's, there's kind of a little, like... Bit of incentive. Yeah. There. Arc Enemy, they scare me. Uh, <laughs> on that metal, doc- that metal documentary that we watched. Yeah, she's hot, but Okay. Um, <laughs> well, Falling in Reverse, seen them. Thought they were fantastic. New album, which I've listened to. Like, Any good? didn't do a review, but poor in the standard compared to the last one, which we oh, both enjoyed. Yeah. A little bit different. Neck uh, Deep, I've done a review for this show, so yeah. keen for them. Uh, after that, Mice and Men, good get. Story so far, they'll surprise you. They're actually pretty good. Yeah. But then after that, it's mainly Australian bands. So, like... I'm excited by the announcements of them, but if they're clashing with an international, I know I'm not going to see. If Northlane's clashing with fucking Limp Biscuit, there's no way I'm going to see yeah, Northlane, uh, which... It does give me another excuse Kind of hurts too. him a little bit. It does, yeah. It's it's the classic, you know, I've, we're, I've said, you know, we've both said this many times, and you know, you got done on this back in Sandway 2013. I, I don't remember. want to talk about it. And um, it's the classic idea of if you've got a choice between an international band and an Australian band, just do the international because the Australian will be back. That's the, the way it is. And do, you want to, do you want to talk about my clash? <sighs> go on, go on. Sandway 13, start of the day as well. First band up. So you're going to think that I'm absolutely fucking retarded. So I, I, I missed out on Blink-182, Linkin Park, and Metallica because I wanted to see The Offspring. And you were lucky you, you'd already seen them coming in. So like, Yeah, they you, played a sideshow. They <laughs> did, yeah. So I missed out on that. You went with Greg Mann. Yeah. And um, so the incentive wasn't there for you to see him as badly. So you got to see Blink, which... They may never come out again, so that's tick for you. Yeah, you got to see Linkin Park. Did you see a little bit of them? No, Which we, we already saw the sideshow. Um, unfortunately, show. I couldn't because um, that year the stages were so pushed, pushed oh, so far packed. apart. If you remember that, they, yeah. they were they were hundred meters away from yeah, each other, were. so you couldn't that, hear anything. Yep. And um, so Metallica, which to this day I rule, uh, I have they'll to see back. them. They'll be back, but they'll like, 
So I got to see garbage. So like Butch, <laughs> Butch Vig, never mind. I'm like, all right. He's, he's, he's all right. I got to see Paramore. So Paramore were great, Nick. I, I, I accept that. But yeah. then I was front row for the Offspring. But looking back in hindsight, I got to see Offspring six months later. Yeah, they, they got announced for Warp for Tour. For Warp Tour. So that kind of like ruined it there. But like not knowing. So going into this, I the bigger bands, if I can see two big bands compared to one... I'll be taking the two. It's funny because I actually thought you were going to talk about the fact that you chose to go, so you didn't mean to, but you chose to see Northlane at the start of the day instead, instead of, of Crossfade. Instead of Crossfade. That wasn't my fault. <laughs> you, you you fucking ran away. I, I just you said, ran I'm away. Off. You I said, said you're I'm off. off. I'm off to my I first told bed. you on the train I wanted to see Crossfade. And you, you just kept fl- walking. You just kept walking. I don't, I don't, I don't uh, go it's on Pocket's fault. It's Pocket's uh, fault. A mosh pit coordinator was uh, a bit upset that Code Orange actually weren't on, who are uh, who uh. a big up and coming band. Played yes. It, played it at an NXT wrestling event, uh, one of their pay per views. Wow. Well. Enough for all those wrestling heads out there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> which was very, plenty of them. very, very strange. Um, overall, I think we're both happy. We're, we're, oh, we're both be going. Um, it's just kind of I just think that you know as as music fans as they've kind of stated that it's almost going to be like a bit of a five year plan they're going to try and grow it start to bring in different Perfect. venues and about that I don't know how like it sounds great in theory and I really like this hopefully this lineup sells well because if it doesn't yeah we're in strife we're in real trouble and there's that, enough there Nick surely I, I just I look at this and I go surely for anybody like if you're a metalhead there's enough there for you like yeah. simple and I, I like the fact that they've put real emphasis on metal and kind of the new almost like new metal, yeah, new metal. and stayed yeah. away from the Unify Hardcore and almost made those kind of like you know a little bit of a here and there kind of just kind of putting them in those spots it looks like a, a big stage for a European download like the top yeah like the top names that's a perfect that's normally what it is so like you get a couple of Older bands that have got a big profile, and you get a couple of different kind of bands. So yeah. I, I, I'm wrapped with it. Like, uh, is corn a big enough thing? Do you reckon for the first one? Greg, that's the perfect. Well, the perfect size headline, or would you have gone a little bit bigger? The problem is, Greg, profits of rage could have. Nah, nah. Yeah. I, I just think that profits don't have. So the, once the profits the is in front profile. of rage, that. Yeah, they'll yeah. they'll go nuts. Yeah, it's exactly 100. percent I I think in terms of like, should they have gone bigger? It's. The unfortunate thing is, and I'm, you know, AJ Matter commented on this. A few people were tweeting at him, my my mate AJ, and he kind of said something along the lines of like, "Yeah, you, know, you got to understand it. Uh, Soundwave started as a one stage event in Perth, which was exactly one, one yeah. stage, but unfortunately, and you'll as we we're talking about two weeks ago, when you have a tagline like download, you expect massive things, and if this isn't something that's organically growing, like unfortunately, this isn't like a this is a big lineup for a first year of Yeah, this festival. isn't Unify starting up three years ago. Yeah, this like, is Download with th- the reputation of being the big, big festival in the world of metal. Yeah, this isn't all Austra- yeah. this isn't an all Australian lineup and just kind of like sit, putting your foot in the door, seeing what can happen. So there, there is a big risk taking this because if the if the public reject it, which there is always the chance, and that's why I always think that you know maybe they could have gone for a system because if put it this way, if you put System above Corn oh, and, and they that is legitimately a sound like a, a European down stage like yeah. system corn profits limp biscuit mastodon like yeah. that's good luck <laughs> like that, that's that's a stage that's perfect that's exactly what you would yep. want it's just uh i i'm hoping that it sells well i'm really really praying it does because i think they, this is gonna bring this is gonna bring a lot more bands out here and you know hopefully we'll get that week back because there will be a lot of sideshows and judging by i wonder how melbourne will go with it all because it be, the festival being in melbourne there might be not many bands who want to play a sideshow here well that's what i actually raised before like do you mm. think that profits of rage will do a sideshow up in sydney like to give their yeah. like I, I i think they'll all be interstate like i, I think the the days leading in uh, they have to be like 
You might get a few, but I don't think you'll get the big, big bands. I reckon there'll be a couple up in Sydney. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's very tough to call. We'll keep, we're going to keep posted every two weeks because it's going to be coming. Yes. There's going to be more info leaked. Again, Tonight Alive aren't even on this poster. They don't need but, to be. But the night beforehand, them and Northland got announced as being on the poster. So oh, I didn't even know that. So yeah, that was there's no, there's only 28 bands on that lineup. I counted up straight away, and then oh, no. someone said uh, someone said uh, Tonight Alive aren't on. I was like, oh, fuck! I thought a decent band might be on. <laughs> anyway, we'll move on, Nathan. Because, we are because we. Not not only has download happened, but we are going to talk about probably what our most anticipated album of the year, I would say. Uh, coming out, Sydney Boys, Polaris, The Mortal Coil. This is a big one. Like, this is a big one for us because I put, I, you know, we've been putting our balls on the line here every week, sucking their dick. It's true. And um, you know, I'm, getting a, I'm getting a rash. That's how much I've been sucking them off. And you should say it's huge. And <laughs> I, I got I to go to you first, Nate, as always. It hasn't been worth the wait. Is it up there? Is it album of the year? Is it the greatest album of all time? Are we hailing these guys as the greatest thing in music ever to exist since Franz made his rap album? Yeah, true. That, that's a very, very good call there, Nick. Um, huge, huge calls there, Nick. And um, I don't think it's the album of the year. I'm going to say that early. Yep. Sorry. Yep. But in, in fairness, I'm ropeable. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. I, I, um, what are you done? Okay, so as you know, we're the biggest fangirls of Polaris. <laughs> and I thought, all right, this is going to be a memento for me. So I looked on the JB bloody website last Thursday night, the night before the um, the album dropped. I'm like, okay. Yes. I'm going to fucking pre-order it because it was all signed by the band. I'm like, all right. Why, why'd you do that? Just out of curiosity. Because like, we're, we're I wanted, not, to, we're not I wanted like to gloat in 20 years time when these guys are just absolutely huge. I got their fucking first album signed by the band. I, I, th- I thought that'd be cool. I've, Same price as the album. I'm like, all right. I think Mosh Pit Coordinator got a vinyl signed. So he's a, he's a better fan than you. That's fine. I don't listen to vinyls. I man. don't think he does either. <laughs> That's, that makes me sick. But uh, what's, so what's happened with this? Uh, oh, it's still not here. <laughs> it's, a week, it's, almost, it's a week tomorrow. And I haven't, <laughs> I actually haven't got the copy to listen to in my car. So Nick. Spasmodically, I've been trying to do my own review to this album. So, in fairness, you're gonna have to take the reins because, like, I've listened to it enough to like have an opinion, but I'll have a much better understanding when I get the CD. Yeah, I, I just, I just was like a normal person. I just went out day of and got the album. Well, I've learned, haven't I? Yeah, I, I've done this before. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we'll go through the basics. Eleven tracks, 40, yes. forty-two minutes. Album cover looks fantastic. Oh, it does. Um, I love the title of the album. There is, you do. there is. There's a kind of filler. Isn't there's it? a kind of filler yeah, in there. Isn't number there? six, but very strange. They even make fillers cool because they sang it like it was a fucking normal yeah, song. It just unfortunately, but we're not going to listen back. to Two that minutes. One. Oh, oh, yeah. I, I was kind of in between. I didn't want to call it a filler because it does have. Yeah, he does sing it. It does. There kind is of, music. There is big drums. But it just. It's not a song. It's don't. Not, it's not Nick, a full song. Nick, don't. I, I can't. Don't it. bring it down because of that. I can't give it a pass there. I can't. Keep going. That's all right. And continue. Nathan, go on. They were, they were promoting it so well. They were. They were promoting it so well. They released. Bang, bang. They released. They did no no video for that. They didn't need it. Yeah. Then they released the remedy video for that. Huge huge buzz. I think over two hundred thousand views on Facebook. Yeah, on big. not Facebook on fucking YouTube. Yep, huge. And then what about happened? a few days before before release. Why did they do this? But yeah, continue. They decide to release a new song, Nathan. Video for it and all. What was it called? It was called Lucid. Now, go those, all right for those who uh, don't know. What Luc- have you done? Lucid is the uh, opening track oh. of the album. 
spammy. Now, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna get my my hands around the mic really. Oh quickly. God! I'm just gonna have a little quick word to the boys in Polaris. Go on, go on. If you're gonna release a oh. single, do not choose the fucking opening oh, track. This is geez. not this is not rocket science, oh. guys. Understand how people listen to music. They go to track one first. Oh. If you want to release that as a fucking single, do it. I don't care. But put it somewhere in the middle of the album. The thing is with this album, David, it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> it's yeah. a fucking belt. It's a really good album. It's a yeah. great album. And there was about four or five tracks that they could have opened with. Funnily enough, all go three on. all three of the songs that they released all could have been opened with, but they cancelled themselves out. But then they fucking choose one in the middle. Anyway, Casualty should have opened as well. Frailty could have opened as well. For those, yes. those, so there's five tracks that should have opened. And they choose one of the fucking singles. This is not... No. I'm, ju- I'm just going to pretend I'm... Settle. A, I'm just going to pretend. Go on. All right. I'm going to pretend I'm a guy who's been told about this band. You know right, nothing. From a, from a friend. So you don't, you don't know a lot about I don't it. Don't know. Oh, who's this? Oh, this new Polaris band. Okay. So, so you're doing I, what I do. So I, do, I go on YouTube. Oh, okay. I'll just, so, say, I'll just say I'll go on YouTube. Just go on YouTube. Do you look at the comments? No, I don't need to. Okay. No, fuck them. Go on YouTube. Yep. What are you doing? The Remedy. Yeah. Oh, okay. What a good song. Great song. Oh, it's another single. Consume. Oh. I've got to consume. I'll go. I'll listen to that. Oh, what a great song. Oh, shit. Oh, Lucid. Great song. All right. And then? You go on. Then the album comes out. Okay. And unfortunately, by the time I've listened to Lucid. Oh, God. Because that's track one. Oh, God. Okay. And by the time I've listened to Remedy, because that's track two. That <laughs> is. And by the time there's a there's a track three, which isn't fucking one of them. So you've relapsed. Relapsed. And then by the, by the time you're four tracks in, you've listened to three of the three tracks. Three of the singles. Already. And unfortunately, you don't care anymore. You don't, you're probably tuning out. Who cares? Why not? Why not release any other fucking song as a single? And then you still, when you, the first person, because when you, when people listen to an album, Nathan, I, I, maybe, maybe I'm old school. No, okay, maybe I'm on. different. Maybe I'm just one of those people lost in the past. When I listen to an album, yep. I start at track one. I don't start at track eight. I don't start sure at track don't. six. I don't start at the fucking back and work my way to the front. I'm not some fucking dyslexic yeah. retard. Who was that rapper that did the album in reverse this year? No, no rapper of mine. Okay, sorry. Okay. No <laughs> rapper of mine. <laughs> I think it was Kendrick Lamar. Don't you fucking push, listen to it in reverse. Don't you push it to me. <laughs> don't, don't you push me, you <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> Why not do it? This is... First of all, well, I'm gonna get into the album. I'm gonna, okay. I gotta stop. No, this no, album, Ram will get your rant out there. This fair, this fair album's fantastic. Um, it Lu- is. Lucid's a great song. It's, yes, it's a, it was a really, it was an interesting choice for an opener because there were, as I said, there were a few that could I don't have think been it there. Have I don't know. It's like I, it's a great song. I think it's one of their best ones on there. It, in terms, they they posted a thing the other day saying, "What's your favorite off the album?" Okay, just about every comment was saying Lucid, and um, it was interesting. Really? Not, and not many were saying my favorite name. What's your favorite? <sighs> What's my favorite? It's definitely casualty. It's casualty. He, casualty is. He, he's been talking it up since the day. Casualty is like unfamiliar on crack. Like that's the oh, way, that's the Jesus best. Way. It, has the be, it has the best chorus on there. Maybe besides remedy, I don't know. Like though, remedy, yeah, well, remedy, and uh, and casualty have the two best choruses on there yes. by far. I think that's the, it's the most biggest sing along and it's the heaviest track as well. It's fucking massive that song. Um, I really hope they play it live. Like that, that's one of those songs that will go well, so well. They will go over so well live, and I'm really, I'm excited to see this album's pretty stellar throughout. Like I, I like the changes that they do. I like the fact that they they start to bring in the uh, the clean singer a few a bit towards the end, and they don't. It doesn't sound repetitive as hell. Um, they could yeah. have paced it a little bit better. As I said, you know, when you're putting three singles in the first four tracks, you're kind of setting yourself up for a bit of a letdown for the second half of the album. So I don't know why they wouldn't have like say. 
say fantasy world where people do the right fucking thing and Lucid wasn't a single and they made say made, made, we'll say casualty Go at least you've got you know, you've got um, you've got two, four, and eight, and yes. kind of, at least there's separation between them. But having one, two, four, it just unfortunately for people who are listening to it, I'm gonna I, you know first time I listened to the album, I skipped those tracks. I went, okay. I went straight to three, and then I went to five. Because, yeah, I skipped the singles because, too. Yeah, because like you know, and I will start to listen to the singles more once I've listened to the out al- the rest of the album more. But it's kind of like you need to kind of separate them up. So when they do come along, I'm not thinking, oh, I've just heard this before. Like, yeah. I've heard this so much. Um, you know, is there any standouts here? There is a riff. I just want to give a quick right. riff shout to the slow decay about two minutes in that made me fucking beat my dick off with a hammer it was it was the greatest fucking riff of all time I can't I say to, it didn't happen but I, I didn't might have it. to fucking find the riff if I can but I, I'm you, you just keep you I just keep it. going and I'll you keep going and I'll, uh, I'll find it okay well it's very interesting what you say about <laughs> um <laughs> very interesting what I say <laughs> about casualty being the um the unfamiliar of the album I've actually gone re- remedy so this is what I've written so I've got Remedy is the unfamiliar of this release. Okay. okay. And I think Consume is the regress. So I, I think like in in comparisons, because the EP was just fucking like, it was absolutely huge. So following up from that, they've done a really, really good job. And they're the true standouts for me. Like they like being singles, I'm not going to have them though. Like what I want to try and do for our album releases, Nick, from now on, I want to say like the standout tracks that aren't singles. That's, yeah, of to course. To be fair, yeah. so we'll do that. So my two... There's only one song, Nick, that I actually replayed. Like, you know this. Like, when you listen to an album, sometimes there's a song where you're like, oh, that sounds really, really good. I want to listen to it again. There was one song on this album yeah. that did it for me. Who, which one do you think it was? Okay, so it wasn't Casualty. Um, no, it wasn't. It was a Frailty. Frailty's huge. Frailty's... Well, uh, I've, I, I, that's another story, but no, good guess. So I, I realised, because uh, after I saw him live, Frailty and Lucid were the two tracks that they played, the two new ones. Frailty's. It's huge. It's huge well, Fra- Frailty's and that was... And that was the one with the new metal feel to it, with that fucking massive roof halfway. Um, I'm going to guess... I'm gonna Towards g- the end. I'm going to guess The Slow Decay. No, it's The Crooked Teeth. Ah, damn it. Crooked Teeth. Crooked Teeth. Crooked Teeth. Crooked Teeth. My bad. But, um... <laughs> That uh, yeah, the, hurricane album, I think. The, the tr- yeah, it's my bad. But Frailty was the big one for me. Like, I, I messaged you. I'm like, I actually think he sounds like Jeremy McKinnon. What? Now I remember the singer and the chorus. If you, if we could play it, like, maybe one day. But um, <laughs> it very much reminds I'm, me of him. I might have that riff for you, Nathan, if I want to give it a go. Crack. Give, give, go and plug it. <laughs> Anyway, Nathan. we're getting back to the review, but um, <laughs> what I got written, uh, there's barely a weak track. So like throughout the whole album, it's very, very consistent. So I've got six and seven, obviously, or well, six is the kind of filler and seven's their version of a ballad I've written. Yeah, th- th- it's where they are. So Dust, to, Dust Today. Dust Today's called. got a lot of uh, positive feedback from it. Oh, it's um, good. It's it's uh, that, If I'm fucking nitpicking on that, it's, yeah. it's, it's fantastic. But um, 
I like their closer. I think they. I think Sonda oh, coming finish out is was, huge. I think Sonda, that was the yeah. best. The best way to go out. Um, Massive finish. I the, loved it. Yeah. The only thing I would say is if they were to reshuffle the songs a little bit, it like, could probably be better. Yeah. Well, it just just like little shit because you know, just just say they open with Lucid. Just say if yes the, for some retarded sake they open Lucid, and then you maybe put something in. Maybe put uh put frailty. Put frailty. Put casualty. Like you know, change it up. Kind of put it up. Put something else in. Uh, in terms of non singles, um, you know, casualty frailty are my favourites probably. Yeah, um, I really like Sonder favorite. as a finisher. I really yep. like that. Um, I think the more I listen to it, too, I can probably back you up on that. Yeah, it's it's a big, big track. In terms of the skippables, um, you know, track six in, in Somnus Verterus or whatever the fuck it is. It's, I'm just going to call it French song part two. It's but Latin. It's, Oh, Latin for something. Yeah, we're gonna call it the Latin song. Latin song yep. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it just it just doesn't hold up as well. And obviously, it's not really a full track anyway. Um, yeah, I don't. I haven't really skipped anything as of yet. If anything, and I know this might be that's a, a good sign. And it, well, there might be the one song that I may have skipped a bit is um is relapse actually, and which is a pretty popular track as opposed to the fans. Um, it's just I don't know. Maybe maybe it's because it's wedged in between all those big songs. Track three, yeah, yeah it, maybe it gets a little bit lost. Yeah, yeah it's, it, it's it, in it an odd spot. It doesn't fit as well, and you know, kind of if frailty was there or casualty, like yeah, say, it'd be much much more. Like imagine, oh God, well, um, Nick, were you surprised how new metal this album is? It really surprised me how new metal it was. The whole new metal core waves kind of coming through. It has been for a while now, but like it's every, now come to fruition. Yeah, like every, these guys, big time. Well, you know, even you look, you look at the bands these guys compared to, like you know, Architects. Architects. If you look, at, if you listen to Lost Forever, Lost Together, that is a new metal album. Like oh, realistically, yeah. that is that is so bouncy. That is it ridiculous. Is. Like, the amount, bounce core. The amount, exactly, it's bounce core, and that's a fantastic kind of bounce. That's is. the only core I listen to. Best band to be in. And um, best kind of band. If, even Northlane have a huge, like, have a big influence oh, on metal at times. Like their their riffage is just well, that riff just huge. there that you just showed oh, us is very Northlane. Very Northlane. So, yeah. I, and um, in my notes, Nick, I've actually written so these guys clearly are the future of heavy music in oh, Australia. Big big call. I'm fucking backing it. But so this is actually where I want to talk to you about Ocean Grove. Oh no. We, so, uh, we, we might like, lead, we might lead into each other here because okay, we, have, well, we haven't talked about this okay, uh, well, prior. So. We haven't. So Nick Nick gave me donuts when I rocked up. So I, I asked him <laughs> a bunch of questions. He didn't give me shit. You didn't want a donut. <laughs> sure, I didn't. He offered me donuts. But um, I want to compare it to Ocean Grove's release from this year because we were oh, both no. very very oh, no. buzzed about their album. Oh, like no. their like after the the EP, which is massive. So same thing with Polaris. So I want to talk about how much. Ocean Grove veered away from what they were good at in their EP. Oh no! And how much, or that from their EP to the album, how different it was. Yep. Whereas Polaris have stayed on course, Nick. They've stayed on course, and we did. I think it was one of our first shows. We did the Polaris versus Ocean Grove debate, and after hearing this, what are your thoughts? Are you swapping? swapping Has, Has anything changed to you? I'm going to have to move my my new part of the segment I was going to put into, a, into oh, the show. Oh, have I up, fucked up, it up? No, no, no. It's, it fits right in. And okay, it, good. Um, it's, it, I'm going to call it the unpopular opinion. Oh, um, shit. We were talking two weeks ago how In Heart's Wake missed the boat, pun intended. Oh, yeah. I feel like Ocean Grove probably missed the boat. Oh, big like, time. Like, realistically, like... And, Seeing them at download on the download line it was the first time I was like, oh yeah, Ocean Grove is still kind of a thing, aren't they? Yeah, they're, they're still a band. Like they've got some great songs. I understand what they're doing, what they're trying to do. It just, you know, and obviously Polaris's album's fresh. Like you know, in three months' time, we might forget completely about it. Who knows? Like we we probably won't. But yeah, you it's know, not going to happen. It's just like you know, we don't know how albums age differently, and it just seems like I don't 
think many people are going to be swapping through, uh, flicking through mm. their, their iPod, put it this way, and they're going to be stopping at Ocean Grove and going Rhapsody tapes. I'm going to listen to like some of the songs off that album. There's, there's just nothing memorable there to me. These and, guys, um, I think this is a much ma- more mature release than Ocean Grove's. Do you think that has anything to do with the uh, them being signed with Resist as opposed to Unify? No, I just think these blokes just are better at writing music. They're better at writing hooks, so that's their their big big thing. And like, actually, I think it it is. It's I've got it in my notes. It's bloody where are you? Where are you? My, one second. It's Sonder. Is it Sonder? No, it's Crooked Crooked Path. I think. Yep. Actually, no. It's the Ooh. slow. It's the slow decay. That's the song track. Okay. On. Yeah. Yeah. So it actually, he does. He's great. Like he's screaming as a chorus which i thought yeah. was really cool and this bloke's voice holds up for a chorus like fucking yeah. like the screamer has an unreal voice that that bloke is just unbelievable but he's the best in the he's literally in australia the best in australia right oh now. for sure so like these blokes have the ability to either scream or clean sing in a chorus or a song and it won't matter because it's going to be just as good either way whereas i think ocean grove like on the, the Rhapsody tapes, I've seen it a few songs live. I don't know if you have since it's been no, released. No, I haven't actually. So the actual Screamer tries to do a little bit of cleans with like and rapping, which it's great to change it up with the sound, but these guys, they're just better. I think they're just a better band. Uh, like, as good as Ocean Grove are, we were frothing. I was frothing over like their release. I just think it doesn't really fit. Like These blokes have not changed in style from EP to CD, whereas Buddy... Ocean Grove did, and I think it's hurt him a little bit. I reckon that's why we're both talking about now Ocean Grove hitting a little bit of a like a little a bit of a brick wall. Yeah, like then their next release is huge for them because if they yeah, if, they need like, to do something. That good. being said, like they have sold out the Corner Hotel, so they are growing. They're a they're a fan who they're a band who has a fan base. They're a band who's much more easily accessible than Polaris. But I don't know if they're a band who is going to get the uh, is going to garner the kind of the diehards that Polaris will. Because I think Polaris have a sound that people can really gravitate towards and really get behind, <sighs> and even lyrically in that, as opposed to Ocean Grove, who I think are a bit more of a oh yeah, like I like a few of their songs, but I don't know if I'd pay money to see them. And that's where that's that's what separates a lot of bands. If you were if you're willing to pay money, like we have this problem all the time. Let's talk about Northlane yeah. because they tour so much. I didn't want to see them. Yeah, exactly, and that's why you didn't. And it's actually very interesting, Nick Brown. So on the popularity scale, like you would have thought, like where would you think like likes was Ocean Grover? Oh, damn it! I was about to look up Polaris. Like, um, I've already got Polaris. I've, I've got it for you. Okay. Um, where would you think like? <laughs> Started they, started the year before the release of their shit. I can't remember what they were. Are, but they have 30, 40 now. What are they? So you're, they've done Europe now. We'll they've say, done. They've we'll done their thirty five well, k. They've done their overseas like tour. So you'd think they would have got a few thousand from there. Yeah. Ocean Grove. Yep. What 30, about? thirty almost thirty two. Okay. We're, so so Polaris. Yep. Have just dropped their album within a week. Yep. Predominantly Australian fans. They haven't really been international yet. They're they're just over in Europe now. Well, they are now. So yep. they're doing their first real. Thing. So, where, where do you reckon they are? Uh, they'd be at 26. Up to 30. Up to 30 already. Wow. So, they're 2,000 behind. <laughs> We're going to have like the, every the, uh, the fortnightly counter of who's winning Ooh. in the like scale. I Choose a side. I was pro-Ocean Grove in our debate. So, yeah. I chose them. You chose Polaris. And if I could go back now... <laughs> oh, no. You change? I'd go to Polaris because... I Like... Ocean Grove, I think they're trying to be too different. Like they're they're trying to fit on that like the whole trophy eyes, violent Soho kind of indie kind of cool grunge thing. Like they're trying to appeal to that market. They're trying to appeal to the hardcore market. They're trying to appeal 
to the rock market. So it's very, like, it's cool. I love what they do. But, like, Polaris, they know they're fucking good at hardcore. They know they're good at bloody new metal. They, they know they're good with their clean shit. And they haven't changed. So I can see them going from strength to... Strength to strength from here. And yeah, they've got, they've got support, main support with Parkway coming up. Um, Unify is going to be huge. We're coming playing, you know, that'll be the first chance they get to play Australia with their new album. Um, it's going to be big. That. Like That's why I didn't want to go see their last There's going to be a lot thing. of buzz. Well, cause the good thing about that is that it's going to be a completely new set and that's going to be the exactly. best thing about it. And, you know, people are going to know the songs. Like, they're going to have the buzz. Every year, a certain band has the buzz. And funnily enough, this year was Polaris as well. Everybody was buzzing about them and it's going to be them again, I feel like. Well, Trophy Eyes, was it Trophy Eyes last year? They had that. They had a buzz to them. Yeah, they did. What, like, the, the amount of singing, like you said, live for when Trophy Eyes played was unbelievable. The crowd singing, I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the crowd was so loud. Do you reckon Polaris would be the same? Um, look, Couple of moments? They'll have, some, they'll have some moments, I'll tell you that much. Um, overall, this is, this is the first full price buy for me. This is the first go out and get this album. Like, you will not be... Dis- if you're a fan of heavy music, you'll enjoy this. Like, this is not... It, you know, I don't know if it's album of the year. I don't know as of yet. I need to kind of... I knew uh, it would be your first one. I'm going to have to uh, wrap it up and kind of like, you know, see what else has been out. I listen to a lot of rap albums, so I might... I'm, you have. A rap, album, rap album might take out my album of the year, which would be fantastic. In the, Wouldn't at, surprise me at all. At the award show at the end of the year. Uh, it's going to be big. That's going to be a big uh, show. We will move on, but Nathan, we can't talk about these two forever. No, nah, uh, but good debate. Good talk. Good uh, chat. Alpha Wolf, Nathan. I, get to, I got the privilege of seeing Alpha Wolf on Monday night. You didn't ask me if I'd buy the Polaris album or not. Would you buy the Polaris album or not? I already have. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't come yeah. yet, but I bought it, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Oh, that's so good. Um, anyway, I got the I got the privilege of seeing a band called Alpha Wolf. Privilege. On, well, privilege, so I guess you could say. Nice. Alpha Wolf on Monday night at Plastic Nathan. Any, any good? Right, I'm gonna to have to go through. I saw three bands. Big night. Three bands. No, 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 I had to drive. So I, I, yeah, I, uh, I fucked you up. Had man. a couple of beers and I uh, had headed home. Uh, band Advo- advocates was Ooh. the first band. Average. Didn't really, band. didn't really think too much. Yeah, I just didn't, uh, my the best way I could describe. Them, I don't remember. What that's like. I watched the whole set. I yeah. don't remember a fucking thing of them. Couldn't. There was no um, moments. Grave no. Mind were the next band. Nah, no, no moments. Cool no name. Moment. Grave Mind. Uh, very like technical. It. Unfortunately, the problem is when you play at a place like Bang, the sound isn't always fantastic. So, like, it looks like they're doing a lot with their fingers, but yeah. you can't fucking distinguish anything. I just feel like I could be there just strumming my guitar as hard, as fast as I could. Chuggy. And it would sound the same because it just... Silly like, buggers. That, that just the sound that you get at Bang sometimes just doesn't hold up in depending on what genre you are. I will move on to Alpha Wolf, of course. Um... Okay, like Alpha Wolf are a band who I've, you know, as I've said many times, I used to hate, I now quite like. I think Mono's a really decent effort of an album, has some really cracking songs on. They didn't open with Water of a State, unfortunately. Oh, you told me they would. I don't know. I don't I've know been why. waiting to hear this. I don't know why. They opened with Nailbiter. Um, Water of a State should have opened, simple. Like, I don't I, I should, Monstrous. I, I should write everybody's set list and everybody, I, I, I should write everybody's albums, that like could be their a track future. listings. Like, is there a market for that? I don't Let's know. Let's do it. That, that should be something because like, I, I swear I'm better than all these bands. Um, anyway, they are, there's a few good things, a few bad things I could take from this. First of all, these were the these were the biggest looking band. Like they, when I was looking at them on stage, they looked like the biggest deal. They, it wasn't because okay. of the crowd. The crowd went spastic for them. Absolutely spastic. It was really cool to see a heavy lineup for a plastic because usually yeah, they can go so, down the yeah. crappier like pop punk route or like these Unless bands. Unless you get are, these nuts. Yeah, you know, well you can or you can get the big band, which is really good. Yeah. But uh it was really uh it was good to see like, you know, they they just look like a big band. Obviously, like their stage presence has gotten Matured. a lot better. Yeah. Um I, one of them still wears a fucking like a doc, a black doctor's mask, like the Northlane drummer or whatever. Which is ridiculous. I don't know why you're doing that. He has long blonde hair now, but that looks pretty cool. Um, when I'll talk on the negatives, but 
they are still a bit messy. Like they never were great live when I remember seeing them. Yes, they just um, I don't know. Like there's there for for all the cra- crazy uh, how crazy the crowd were, they just didn't hit the mark in terms of their sound. I think the main problem, and I don't usually um, talk shit about vocalists live. Or oh, maybe I do. I don't. I can't remember. But um, I, this the main vocalist here. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's what a do you do? There's a problem that uh, not many have this problem, but. This guy seemed to um he used he struggled getting out his lines a lot of the time. He was running out of breath and it was very, very apparent because at the start of a song he'd sound great, but then as the song would go on, he would tire. And it was very, very noticeable That's to someone who was kind of standing back and listening to it. Uh yeah, and by the end of it, he was really, really struggling to get those words out. I don't know if it was, you know, an off night for him. I I can't really comment on that, but of course, because I haven't seen him before. So you're interested to see their next gig to see how he goes. Maybe, I don't know. Like they're playing downloads, so if they're playing, they'll play early. They'll probably open the main stage, who knows? Like um, Are they playing invasion? They are playing invasion as well. So you can see them there as well. Yeah, so I'll I'll get a better comparison of them. Um crowd was spastic for them, that they really like them. Um, you know, a lot of words being sung back. Their set list was pretty good, like not not the best. they had a they had a weird moment where they kind of said this is the last song, and then they play a song and then they'd say this is the last song. They did about three times. Really? Then they played like a one minute breakdown, which was really strange. It was just very very odd. Very like um they I like the uh what else do they like? I like the fact that they used um, they made use of like the projector thing in the background of the of the screen. Cool. You know, not different. every band does that. They actually made like not just their logo, but they had like a little bit of a uh, like a traffic light kind of anime thing going behind it, just to kind of keep interest. I think it's you know if you you got to use everything you can, and I think that it's smart for them to do that. Um, there's not a there's not a lot of resources at Bang. Realistically, it's a great venue, great platform, but there's not a lot of resources you can use. So if you can use it, if you can use something like that, then it's always a positive. Um, and then they ended with 104, which is my favourite song by them. It is. She said that. Um, she said they, they'd finish they, with that. Uh, it, and um, yeah, it just didn't hit the mark. <laughs> that, song, that song didn't hit the mark. It just it wasn't as big as what I wanted it to be. They played the, the one, the clean thing. So I didn't miss anything. Oh, it was a good show. Like they play well. I'm being picky here, but I kind of have to be. Yeah. Um, they they played their clean singing song, and I don't know. I, I might be I might be being a bit harsh here, but I think there was a backing track. I think oh there was. shit! I, I can't really tell during the cleans. Like there was the the clean guy was definitely singing the bassist, but it just looked like he wasn't like it's a little bit was, sus. Yeah, sounded a little bit good. Yeah, like, it too sounded good. a bit too good. It just like I don't know. I, the crowd were going nuts for it, but they were all singing it, so I kind of had to weed what? through all the noise that was kind of going. So through. they know their future. Yeah, like they, oh maybe like yeah, well, the, uh, the a crowd, little bit more. The crowd loved like a lot of their songs. There's about four or five that you mainly they're big ones but they were they were big on them um a lot of throwing down uh person vomited in front of me um sensational uh, uh, on the on someone's jacket and he, oh. got, he got upset there was a big punch on um, again once as as we always say once you once you mix alcohol with people who don't know how to go in a mosh pit it's always gonna oh, it's shit, like, disaster and i'm uh, surprised there's not more fights there yeah it, it's very strange like yeah and he was walking out like kind of punching other people it was very really strange. Well, just yeah. randomly yeah he wasn't he wasn't did he big... get you no nah, god no i was just laughing at him <laughs> 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 I, I just point i just point laugh at everyone what are they gonna do to me i'm untouchable fuck you yeah, it's true <laughs> but uh yeah i thought just overall naif i think that these guys like you know next time when they play at invasion i'd like to get a better look at them because yep. we'll have a Full Asian, uh, full. I was gonna say full Asian review, full invasion review. So that's a big one for you. Maybe, invasion. maybe yeah. a full Asian review. Who knows? Depending oh. on who's at the show. Good mm-hmm. luck. But um, yeah, I, I think that this this band have they have a good place right now. They're in a good little spot. They just need to tighten up. Yeah, you know, they just need to tighten up the screws. They to need make to the, kind of, hit the next level. Yeah, I, like yeah. I look at it and you know something something little. And I know a lot of um a lot of people might think this means nothing, but. I, I see when big bands come on, like a uh, like a D's Nuts, or even like when Ocean Grove come on, 
they don't they like to boo their performance. They don't like to give the mic too often to other people. I understand it's part of the part of the scene and all that that he was giving his mic off to the crowd too often. There was also about three guest vocals Being throughout lazy. the show. Three guest vocals. That's too many. Like I understand I get, get one up, that'd be cool. Maybe one, yeah, one at the and one at the most. One at the most. They do a feature during the song, yeah. Well, no, that's they cool. didn't. It wasn't a feature. No. Oh, so there's no feature. No, there they was, just randomly got up. Just randomly got up. Random as far as I know, they randomly got up. And very strange to me. I like it's just I don't like it. I don't know if it's lazy. I don't know if it's just now. I know don't they like want, it. I want I know they want to get their friends involved, but it's just kinda of like, yo, know, the people are here to see you. I want to see how good you are. I don't give a shit how good this random guy is for fifteen seconds because any of the day I we could go up there and fucking smash it for 15 seconds. That's when you hit the fucking 20 second mark where you so got to struggle. So true. So true. Uh, so yeah, there's, there's a lot of positives, a lot of negatives. Um, I think that they're overall band to look out for. But Nathan, I want to move on. Oh no. To probably the biggest single that's been released. I want to. Uh, I want to. I want to play this one for you, Nathan. Yep. Uh, it's by a band known as Trophy Eyes, and this song's called Hurt.
we'll pause it there, Nathan, because yeah, we don't want to get good. copyright strike too easily. Yeah, uh, we want to make it difficult for those iTunes motherfuckers. Nathan Custison, uh, overall, what do we think of this song? It's um, uh, I, I think I just said it at the start. It sounds like Bono had a crack binge, doesn't it? Oh, in parts. Yeah, <laughs> the verse. And the yeah, verse. The, the verse. But um, nah, it's, I, I really, from the first time I heard it, Nick, I've been a fan. Uh, I think these blokes, like, they're at a level now where I think they can just explode further than what they are because like that song I can even I can see it charting I don't know if it will it probably won't but like that's a good enough song to chart yeah in Australia and there's, there's not there's not enough like of this kind of music getting into the charts and like I'm probably preaching because like we've grown up with pop like all punk music and like System Ever Down being in the charts like growing up so like we don't get to see anything like that anymore but I think you get a song like this bloody into there like it's something different people instead of listening to bloody trap and rap like it's great like r&b rap like it's great it's the sound of the modern era but like occasionally when a song like this pops around i, I they deserve it like it's a really good song really catchy the chorus is huge well written and like you say you two slash 30 seconds to mine <laughs> i i think that's, i think that's a good point you made because i think the the best way i can put this is and like, I'm somebody who doesn't really... I, I think the song's okay. I think the song's just the chorus. Like that, The chorus oh, is. is fantastic. I think the verses are pretty average. I, I really like... It just sounds like it's taking the piss trying to do a U2 cover to me. But mm. I, I think that if Royal Blood made wrote this song, it would be all over Triple M. Yeah, well, it, like because because Triple M had this affiliation with Royal Blood, they play anything that they do usually. Yeah, a single. And if a single's dropped by them, they'll play it. Yeah, and I, I think that a band like Trophy Eyes, unfortunately, because they don't have that backing, or they don't have, they don't have that name as of yet, it might struggle to get there. I know you're saying it might chart the tri- uh, the top 100. You were hoping. Oh, well, Triple J, like come Australia Day when you. I don't listen to Triple J. I'm not one of those people. Not bagging it. Not saying there's anything yes, wrong with are. it. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> you're all pieces of shit. No, yeah. okay, but um. Like Triple J, they love Violent Soho. This is the kind of music that they like. A lot of like a lot of our mates that grow like we grew up with at high school, they don't really listen to heavy music. But when a like Triple J plays it, it's cool. So like they, yeah. it's okay. Like it's okay to like Amity or Buddy and Hearts Wake, which a lot of people like. We, we got yeah. Well, we know people that now like them because of Triple J. Is this uh, is this too soft for them? Like I, I look at this band. It's I definitely the softer side of things. Yeah, I, say, I, I look at. I thought chlorine was the perfect blend of for trophy eyes, yeah, and I feel like mix. maybe this yeah. have gone a bit too far. A bit over too there. soft. It's just like it's very basic. Like you know, we've it's a basic about, song. Yes, we've talked about uh, many many times. Like how like you can imagine like people being bored playing this. I can imagine the drummer kind yeah. of thinking like Christ Almighty. Like oh, I, this is what I'm playing. Like you know, like you being a drummer, it probably sounds pretty damn basic anyway, doesn't it? Very very much so. But in the appeal and like if you're playing this song like back in the day, Rove used to play bands. If you're playing like a, a live show. And you're actually getting a profile out there. It's not that bad. If your song's popular, like I'm sure Dave Grohl got sick of playing Teen Spirit all the time. <laughs> like if you got a song like we, we saw Buddy, very fortunate enough to see Lincoln Park, the sideshow. They played they didn't get to play in the end, did they? They said this or yeah, place in my head. Place in my head. Yeah, so we got place in my head, but they played numb. And I said it to you, I'm like, they couldn't give two shits. Like you, you, you watch them on stage, you get sick of playing it. But yeah. like if you've got a song that's big enough, I don't think the drummer would care. Yeah. After a while he would, but like like you say, he would get bored playing it. It's very, very basic. The guitarist, very, very basic, the bass. Yeah. But if it's gonna be popular, dude, you probably you just swallow you swallow your pride. It's uh I, it's interesting to see what they'll do with this. Is it, well, if, what if, route if are they trying is, to take? Well, 
Are okay. they going to use this as just a, uh, a straight up single? Are they going to use this as a platform to for an album? Yeah, for, yeah. To be is this going to be their leading single for an album? I don't think it will be as a, yeah. because their last album came out pretty uh, pretty recently. Last year was it? Yeah, probably Keep eighteen it. months. Yeah. And um, yeah, so it, it's going to be interesting to see what they do here. It could be like it's almost like when Bring Me released Drown. Drown. Yeah, kind of like that's exactly movie. what I was going to say. Yeah, it's very like kind of just. A bit out of nowhere, kind of like okay, you know, this is this cool is happening though. now. Um, I like, I, I really, I, the chorus is huge. I can imagine this is going to be a big player live in terms of people singing along. You were talking about that before, yeah, like big how Trophy Eyes are one of those bands who really have that following. Who oh, just this loves be to, massive live. But uh, yeah, th- this this in terms of the chorus, it's going to be huge. I don't know about the whole the rest of the song. I think the rest of the song, girls on the shoulders. That, oh, uh, girls it'll be on the one shoulders. of those. Oh. Be just oh. Don't you get me started, Nathan? Girls and shoulders everywhere. But so yeah, you're like you're happy with it. Good release. It's a good release. Look, it's a smart release on Trophy Eyes' part if they want to go for that more, uh, want, to gr- in, want to grow their audience. Like, coming into Christmas time, they might release it as a little handy thing. People buy it. People don't do that anymore, do they? No, they don't really do that, do no. they? Back in the day, I bought a couple. Back Num- in- Number on call, JC. Oh, great. Uh, <laughs> Moving on. Anyway, we'll move yes. on. Uh, we, we're going to go through these a bit quicker now, Dave. We're, yes. We're spending a lot of time talking about absolutely fucking nothing, as we always do. Feed the Rhino we're finally sure. released their song, Heedless. Not Headless. Headless? <laughs> it's Heedless, you bastard. Jeez, I'm a fan, uh, Nick. You're a fan? Oh. Are you? Big fan? New metal vibe to it. New like, metal. I talk about the new metal core. It's kind of like these guys have a real groove, real new metal kind of. They're singing. They're clean singing. There's something about it. It's very. I don't know. It's carnival esque. Like the the. It's kind of like mysterious the way he sings, but like it's contagious. At the it same is. Time, isn't it? Yes, it's very appealing. So like musically, technical, everything you want. Like bouncing. Actually reminded me of Saliva era, like new metal kind Ooh, of era. Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah, like, listen to it next time and think of Saliva. Like, oh. The riff in it is really, like, really big new metal, yeah. which I like. And they're palms, so they got a lot going for them. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of these guys. These guys have released released a really, really great album, what, what three, four years ago now. And it's, you know, they haven't gotten the, the big kind of international kind of platform. They, they got me now. Yeah, but they've got, I've got, I've got one dickhead on them. So, you know, yeah, have you done well? if, I, if I affect one person, then I, I think, feel like I've made all the difference. That's exactly uh, right. We'll, we'll move on, but to Tonight Alive. With, oh no. Uh, what are they, without you, they've released a Silver Chair cover name. Yeah, so that um, Silver Chair album dropping within the next couple of weeks, pretty short, which is cool. Like Silver Chair influenced, obviously a lot of Australian bands coming up. So obviously Tonight Alive, we're very fortunate to play without you, which is one of probably my favorite top three, top four, Silver Chair songs really, really suits Jenna's voice, which is yep. good. So we actually there's another release during last week. Hands like ours has played Anna's song, absolute trash. We'll get to that another time <laughs> when I review the album. But um, something released during the week a couple of days ago, they actually announced that Corey Taylor is going to be featuring on a single on the album. So uh, it's good news. Does does this uh like because Corey Taylor is one of those guys, and yeah, you know, I remember he when, does bounce around, doesn't he, doing features? But well, uh, yeah, I remember when Corey Taylor when they did Sound City and they uh and they did that massive song um from Kanda Khan, yep. huge track, and uh but everyone when they heard that Dave Grohl and Corey Taylor were gonna be collabing, they thought it was gonna be this big hard rock kind of anthem. Yeah, so and you reckon co- Mike that? Well, that's the thing. Like, yeah, unfortunately, well, not not unfortunately, but fortunately, when you're a guy like Corey Taylor, you have so much range, you can go from soft to heavy. Like, yeah, I, do you do you really see Corey going on the heavier side here, or do you think that he might uh, might just spruce up for an acoustic ballad. It'll just be clean singing. I think it'll be a pop punk song. I think it actually shows that they're going to be doing 
That kind of music. That's that's how I see it. I see it yeah. being a, a typical rock song. He comes in and plays a chorus. It's huge get. It is. A, it's a massive get. And in the industry, like Corey Taylor is one of the uh, oh the big. He's, he's, like, he's like Dave Grohl of like the new version of Dave Grohl. He's the metal god. He's the Dio of our generation. So yeah. like Dio was the that singer for metal growing up for like a lot of people seventies and eighties. Like had the the pipes the fucking obviously great singer. And Corey Taylor is our buddy. He's our man. So. If you like, if you grew up in Australia and you get Corey Taylor to like guest appear on a, a CD or you're doing pretty well. Yeah, like, that's that's a great get for tonight alive. So well done to them. And you, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited to see what they actually do together because they yeah you know, gives us a reason to listen to it. I'm, I'll do the review. Actually, you can do it this time. Oh fuck my life. Good luck. I know you hate them, so this is gonna be perfect. <laughs> I listen to that one song and I'll, I'll just fucking uh, <laughs> should have been played over it. Um, the Fever Three Things Three. Jason yes. Butler and Co have released their most recent song. Nathan, do you want to have a listen or do you want to uh, do you want to just talk about it? Talk about it quickly, and then we'll listen. Okay, beautiful. I I, I think this is the best song they've released. Easily, ever. yes, I agree with that. Play it. <laughs> <laughs> Something about that song. There is, dude. Yeah. 
I first heard it and I was like, eh. But mm. now I'm probably six listens in now and I'm just, every time I listen to it, I want to listen to it again. There's something, yeah, that opening bass line, the way like, you know, they've, they've had three goes at this now. And third time lucky because yeah. I wasn't a fan of the first two songs. Yeah, like, I, I like the. Uh, They're okay. I, I but like, like Randy's Donuts Shop Live. But yeah, I don't know what it's called, but I'm going to call Randy's Donuts Hunting Season. I think it's called. So clearly, it's something that Jason likes with that sounding in the drums because that's what it was like on Black Is Beautiful yep. on that album with Let Live. That kind of electronic kind of drum yeah, sound. He's definitely gone for the more like kind of the trap influence here, like you know, which it, is cool. It sounds sick. It is, and like there, there's big moments in here. I just. I, Imagine it live. I, just, I, I can yeah, just picture I feel it live. like the, I don't know why. I just feel like this band live will be something to look at. Like you know, a real, yeah. The, how, it would have been cool if these guys were jumped on download. In all honesty, like they would have been a perfect, be huge, yeah. like, a perfect early band. They would cost fuck all. Yeah, I should book festivals as well, Nathan. I'll do track listing, set lists, and um, they've been planning this since high school. Mate. <laughs> Our own festival. Big fan, but uh, we we need yeah. to move on. But uh, I I want to um I want to talk about my favorite band, Nathan. Yep, uh, Attila. All time. All time. Not quite, but not quite. Up there, up there. They're, they're one of those bands. Like, I don't know how to explain Attila to me. Like, yeah, do to I? People, people go. People always tell me, "It's like, yeah, why do you like Attila? They're absolutely trash." I understand they're trash. That's Listen the- to the next minute of this song, you'll understand. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll play. I'll play this song for Continue. you. Continue. Yeah, no, I gotta. I gotta get this out. All right. I understand this band are trash. Like, I understand this band aren't good, but that's the point of liking them. The reason why I like Attila, Dave, to put it simply, is like... They make me laugh. Every band takes themselves so seriously, and I just think a band like Attila, you don't go in there, you kind of... It's one of those things. It's like when you watch a a big action blockbuster. It's kind of like you check your brain at the door sometimes, and you go, logic doesn't apply here. Yeah, 100%. You you go there to just unwind. Yeah, and you're just kind of like... Deadpool Deadpool did that. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly like that. It It took the piss out of Marvel movies. They're just one of they're one of those <laughs> bands bit. who kind of you know they've got some nice riffs they've got some big breakdown that it's just kind of it's all it's laughable but yeah. it's kind of it's kind of that enjoyable laughter you can kind of get you can get a little bit out of here like and I'm, yeah. I don't listen to these guys often but like every now and then I'll just kind of chuck on a cheeky little Tiller track and it will just kind of go hey, why not this song's called Three Six yep. it got released on Halloween um on that day it hasn't been released on uh, Apple iTunes it's only on YouTube yeah, right no, I, couldn't, now, I so. couldn't find it so next time well very actually, strange yeah. Like um, they released that. Um, you know, a lot. It got put on all the metal metal suck sites and every. I love it when bands like Attila and Amur and all these kind of like deliberate. I call taking I, the piss. I, I yeah. call them deliberately shit bands. I um, yeah. kind of come out and all the fans just go nuts. Like, why are you posting this? I thought it was a metal site. Blah blah blah. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, definitely check that out if you want to just fucking punch someone in the face. Uh, you want to talk about RCA Alexandria, Nathan? Yes, we. Oh, they've released another song now. So Danny back singing. This is definitely the best release that I've listened to since they've done it. It's called Where Did It Go. Very, very, very catchy vocals on this track, Nick. I'm going to get you to listen to it afterwards. We won't play it now, but very big fan so far. What's the uh, what, what kind of feel are we going for here? Are we, the, is it similar to the last song, or are we kind of going a bit different? A little bit different. Actually, the, the range of his vocals is better on this one. He screams a little bit, so obviously his vocals, he can't scream a lot, but it, like he accents it really well, so like he does what he can. 
and just uh, uh, just the way he sings it vocally. There's just something about the way he sings it. It's very catchy. The chorus, musically, it's a little bit more basic. Like uh, they're obviously catering to a kind of different market. They can't go technical metal like they used to, where you could, where you could scream and they could break down and go mental. It's more hard rock kind of thing with them now. I think. Yeah. The future. So. Yeah, they're they're man who's dip. They've, uh, their catalog spawned uh, like kind of span a lot of genres, and they've kind it of did. they've gone from being it has yeah, you know, and like it's funny how a lot of these bands have like I, I, the other band that kind of goes is Bring Me. Like Bring Me started off at this massively heavy band, and technical as, as, all dick, as, yeah. as they've kind of gone on, they've just kind of slowly gone over to the other side. And like I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I just it's just funny how certain bands maybe it's an English thing because they're both yeah. they're both poms, aren't they? They are. So uh, yeah, maybe it's a thing where they both kind of like doing the old similar transition. Maybe maybe asking Sawbrick me and kind of went, you know what? Let's kind we can see we can see where these guys are going. Why don't we try and jump on that? Because they well, they think, have lost so much popularity, haven't they? Well, I think many like I think a band like I'm going to mention them. You've already mentioned them in the show, actually. But yeah, Avenged Sevenfold actually kind of paid the way for that. So like, yeah, they actually started out. Obviously, M Shadows was a screamer, really like not the best scream, but like really like good at what he did. And then they eventually transcended towards him clean singing the whole time. And like a lot of people, diehard fans are saying, you sold out, like you did this, you did that. But look at the size of Avenged Sevenfold now. They're headlining. Headlining European download. European download. And well, Bring Me the Horizon have done the exact same thing, Nick. So they're they're getting to the level now where they are going to be doing that in probably two to three years. Yeah, actually, I I remember... I don't think this band's going to be able to do that. That's the route that they've gone down. That's... 100% 100% the route I think they're trying to be avenged. Yeah, like avenged, the avenged did have, they, they're the classic example because they had like a, they said back in the day they had like a three album plan. They said we wanted to go from screaming, screaming to screaming and half. singing and then yep. straight singing. And, yep. you know, he still chucks in the occasional screen. Like God hates this, it's still the greatest song of all time. It's my favorite avenged song. <laughs> it still is. It's it always a, will be. It's such a great track. And like, yet yeah, even so, like, I haven't listened to the new album as much as what I probably should have, in all honesty. Well, like, it's a surprise, so, dude. I was in America when that dropped. Yeah. And like, I, I listened to it, but um, like you say, it's like the new Metallica album. Like all the reports on that, whether it was just massive, it was really good. But we haven't had the time, and now we got the show. Maybe we should. Well, no, that brings me on to something. Now. Go on. All right. No, that's funny because you've you've, you've segued me beautifully. Um, I, I was reading something toward uh, during the week, and yes. it was Wes Borland, who's uh, the Limp Bizkit guitarist. Okay, and he was talking. They were talking about like what happened with that album that kind of came out. They said they leaked it, but it kind of didn't leak, and they and Wes kind of came out and said something along the lines of like nobody really wants to hear new stuff from Limp Bizkit. No, and I, no I, matter what they I do. thought that was a really honest statement because you see bands kind of come out and like you were just talking about Metallica. Realistically. We don't really want to listen. If Metallica could just come out every few years and play their classics, I think we'd probably be more inclined to see them as opposed to them kind of releasing new music and kind of being like, okay, now they're yeah, going to play more six songs. Off this new yeah, album. yeah, kind of put them in the set list. Is, is there bands like that? Do you think that's warranted for a lot of bands these days? And like, what oh. bands to kind of come to mind where you think of that? Well, it worries me to say this, but a band like I've actually created a playlist, Nick, of my musical journey so far. I'm oh. up to Al in my catalog, but oh my god, you know, just just relax. So Billy Talent, a band that we both really yep. really like. Like, so I, I think so, but um, they've released a new album, and I listened to it and like showed you a few songs, and it just wasn't up there, was it? No, well, like I listened to "Don't Count on the Wicked" of yeah, their Dead Silence, Dead Silence album, yeah. and big song, huge song. But like they they released the greatest hits, which yeah. kind of surprised me when they did it. But like they're mm. at a point. Where if they do another album, like I couldn't have given two shits about it. Rise Against another one this year, I couldn't really give two shits about it. There's a lot of bands like that that are releasing albums like they could release the best album of all time. Like I've said, it, I've said it to you. I think I said it on the show. Like, buddy, 
a band like friggin uh, okay who, who's an old old band an oldish band all Metallica Primus 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 <laughs> Primus go on go Primus tell me how Primus are gonna Primus could release <laughs> the catchiest best ridiculous song of all time and no one's gonna listen to it their fan base is gonna be like oh okay no well, it's not like their old shit yep it doesn't matter who like there's a lot of bands like that Nick I think Avenger almost in that category now. Well, I, People want to hear Nightmare, that album. They want to hear the songs off that. But they're like, oh, well, we're getting a new album after this. Yeah, we, we've we've kind of had this discussion in kind of a different context because, you know, I remember we were talking about like, you know, there's certain bands when they release albums and uh, I, I see it, I'm like, oh, they've got an album coming out in three weeks and I don't get, I'm not like, yeah, new music. Yeah, I'm like, Kane. I'm like, oh, While She shit. Sleeps We Are, Polaris We Can. Yeah, like, but like if a band like... Amity? Uh, Amity. Fucking hell, yeah. I mean, he's still too young. I can't, I can't, unfortunately, I can't say that they're in that category. What about Parkway? If they release one, if you, well, they said in two weeks, I agree. Gonna, I agree. Like, you'd, be, you'd be pumped because you've heard nothing. No, no, oh, I, you wouldn't? Oh, you wouldn't? I wouldn't be, okay. I wouldn't be pumped. No way. I, I, after their latest one. After, after, I haven't or, been pumped since um, Atlas. Atlas kind of turned me off Parkway, in all honesty. And yep. like, there's certain bands when they come out and they, they're like, we're going to release an album in two months, you get excited for. And there's certain bands you kind of like, you get almost nervous for because yeah. you're like, I don't you're like, want oh, them what's going to happen? I don't want them to fuck up a great catalog that they have. Putting Park. out a trash album, like yeah, exactly. Lincoln Park did that. All the, um, you know, Corn did that with a couple albums back in the day. Like you know, there's so many bands that kind of they went too many albums, and it yep. really showed. There are a lot of good bands who just continually re- release great albums. Every time I die, every time I die, release great albums. Deftones continually release great albums. Like there's there's certain bands that just continually do it, and they will continue to do it. But like even. Even News. like uh, even just say let live was still together. Okay, yes. And um and they were gonna release their their their, their follow up to if I'm the devil. I'd be worried. I'd be yeah. very very worried. Where's about it that gonna go? Because I'd be like shit. They're gonna take more good songs out of their set list to replace with these new ones. Yeah. And it's this really weird. And it doesn't even have to be with old bands. But like you know, we're saying that I think a real. It's just a really honest kind of uh, take where yes, like, you know, a lot of people could be so full of themselves where they're just like, we just want to continue to write music. Yeah, we're like, good yeah, enough. You're going to buy we, it. We yep. found it. We're rekindling our flame. We're getting back to our old sound, which never sounds the same. It no. never does. And the amount of bands that I've heard say, we're going back to our old sound and it just never quite hit. And it's because you can't rekindle that moment. And it's the thing is, if the feeling that you were, that kind of attitude that you had back then, it'll never be the same. Like, will you grow yep. old? You grow out of that. You and do. And it, it's like, you know, even... You know, I remember when Linkin Park said when uh, the hunting party, decent effort, but it was nowhere near. Like, you know, to say that that's a return to form was like, come on. Like, you, you're going to put that against Meteora and Hybrid Fury? Don't make me, me? sing me. Don't, don't make me like, angry. It, that's Dude, I'm... don't make me angry. <laughs> but, like, I, I really, I, I just think that's a, a, it's a really good thing to say in today's climate. It's a good insight into what, what he thinks. And it's true. Nobody want like I'm a massively biscuit fan. Could not give a shit if they released. Yeah, that's what I mean. Because yeah. they, they come out and they'll play 15 songs and they will be fucking amazing. And they'll play the same. They can play the same set for the rest of their lives as long as they tour Australia once every three, four years. You'd be wrapped. Yeah. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna go every time because Limp Biscuit play break stuff and the break stuff is a great song. Take a look around. It's a great song. My generation living it up. Full Nelson my rolling way. my way behind blue eyes. Like they have so many good songs on their own. And if I if they release a new album. Maybe three of those songs go because they need it. They need to put a new. They um, need a, we don't want that to happen. Yeah, they're going to put in a new crappy song that, like, realistically, I'm not going to care about. And it's just like, you know, it's the way of the set list. And, like, that's what I think about when Band putting you. I'm, like, I'm not thinking, like, oh, you know, good on them. I'm thinking, next time I see them, I don't want to hear these songs. I really want yeah. to just hear the good ones. Like, you know what I mean? Where would a band like System, like a band that's been dormant since, like, I think, was it 06 when their last album came out? I think it was 06. 06, fuck it. 06, 07. Oh, yeah. So, like, it's 10 years now. Like, Rage were very similar, but, like, obviously Rage went to Audio Slave, released yeah. albums throughout the whole thing. 
now come out with Profits of Rage. So the excitement wasn't there, whereas System, they've done individual albums, but like, I think they'd be one of the biggest albums of the year regardless. Oh, yeah, yeah like, they're, they're Manson, keep, Manson keeps churning out album after album really good. Manson doesn't, yeah, Manson doesn't like worry me as much as what I think he should. Like I yeah. never got worried about Manson for some you, reason. You know it's going to be good. Yeah, like, it's going to be different. It's going to be something cool. It's consistently good. And like but System, I reckon that could be a, like, <sighs> like a, the demand for System is huge right now. Do you reckon like, any of their songs, like, they had a catchy song in the chart nowadays? Because like back in the day, like Lonely Day, Lonely BYOB, day they all went straight into the top 10s and top 20s. Would they? In this era of music, Lonely Day would, I think. Lonely Day's huge. Like Lonely Day's a massive song. Like that that song's beyond anything I heard it for the first time when you played it on the weekend. I'm gonna say was it on Saturday when we yeah when we yeah went, I was playing a few yeah, songs. You, you yep. played you played uh, Lonely Day. I was like, fuck, this is a big song. Like, oh, it's dude. so massive compared. Like you don't really remember how big it was until you kind of have to listen to it for the first time in six years and you kind of go, holy hell, this is a good song. I did that with Best of You from by the Fooies, oh, and I was just that, like, oh, because songs get so overplayed that you kind of you, you, you leave them you leave them behind for yep. so long and you kind of go, wow. This is a really good track. Like it's not just what, not because I'm drunk in the karaoke bar, but like I really enjoy this song. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. System Wood, System are one of those bands. Like, and it's it's almost like you know some bands get out of the game so like at the right time because they're kind of like, well, they don't mean it, but it's almost like you know if they released anything more, their catalog's only going to get worse because yeah. they released such a high quality four albums like Rage did. So Rage exactly is a perfect example of that. And it's it's a very it's a very good uh, question. I will move on, but Nathan, yes, we've got the, the last, last one. thing to talk about. Nathan, you decide to take the bullet because. I couldn't give absolutely any shit. I did listen to about the first three tracks of this, but Trivium released a new album. What apparently. did you think of the first three tracks? I thought the first track was trash. Okay. I, I It was one of the singles, I'm pretty sure, as well. The Which, first song, yeah. The the singing on that is... it's like Ever since he did the album with um Dave Draymond from Disturbed, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's copped a lot of shit for changing his vocal style. Yeah. So, Vengeance Falls, I'm pretty yeah, sure we, we, we both bought that. And we thought it was like, yeah, we good. thought it was pretty good. Yeah, Silence in the Snow came out a couple of years ago. I haven't listened. And to I, it. I, well, I listened to that track and I'm like, this is power metal. And like, it pissed me off to the yeah. point, like with the lyrics. I'm like, this is fucking shit. Yeah. So last week, last show, I talked about Trivium. Yeah. I said that was shit. I said the Enarts yeah. Wake album looked like a, a Trivium album, like the the artwork yeah. on it. I'm like, fucking Trivium, the shit. Okay. Yeah. So to my fucking disgust. I saw that they released an album last week. They could have reviewed it, all right? Oh, you piece of shit. It's funny, actually. Trivium were one of those bands who should have probably been on that download line. For sure. I don't uh, know why, it, was per- it would have been perfect. Why Trivium were a bullet for my Valentine. Would have, it would have, you know, it would have pumped up that kind of, that commercial metal that... Uh... I thought asking Alexandria would have been funny. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, I actually said to him, oh, I'll bug it up because it was actually a Mice and Men. Yeah. Thing, but same, same, yeah, same, same, but same different. Kind of thing. But, um, <laughs> so it's called The Sin in the Center. It's 11 songs, Nick. Yep. How, how long does it go for? Goes for about 52 minutes, Ooh, 50, not 53. Bad. So big, big songs, big, big songs. I think, my bad, it's 49. But uh, <laughs> it surprised me, Nick. This album really surprised me. I was a Trivium fan mid-2000s or late-2000s. Like going through high school, you listen to new music. I, I, I was big on Pantera at the time. And like one of my mates said, oh, you should listen to Trivium. You'd really, really like him. I'm pretty, did they support Metallica on a tour back in the day? I think you went to him. Uh, Lamb of God did. Lamb of God, yeah. my bad. And um. So Trivium, they're in that era of Bullet for My Valentine, buddy, yeah. all those kind of bands. And I got into them, did a few, they did a few really good albums. Their first album, they did sound like Metallica. I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, I was like, this is really, really cool. But obviously that wasn't the sound at the time. Yeah. So they've developed their own sound. And this goes back to it, Nick. This, all the reviews have said that this is their best album since Shogun, which is like, yeah. like critically, like everyone says that's their best album. This, they're saying, fits right next to that. So... 
it's a big, big release. But like you're saying, is it relevant to a band to well, do that? Like, Bullet For My Valentine came out with an album last year. Like, they lost their way for a bit. They tried. They even came out and, like, they got rid of their record label because their record label said, we want songs that are going to go on the radio. Yeah, yeah. So they lost a lot of people with that. And they came out with a really good album, but where are they now? Yeah, not many people remember. It's it's funny because that the Trivium album almost fits into our last category. It's like, do people care about Trivium anymore? Like, do, that's yeah. Do people want to hear new Trivium songs or would they rather them just kind of come out and play a greatest hits version every time? Well, I think this album is just fucking... It's fantastic, dude. They got a new drummer. They they go through a new drummer for almost every album. It's ridiculous. Well, why do drummers always get the same? We need to probably go into more extensively. It's like, we can do, we'll do a segment du- on that. Are yeah. you guys just the dumbest breed or what? Is I wouldn't it- say that, but like, obviously, like with, with drummers, there's a lot of good drummers around, and like in a band like this, Trivium, but, like, but that's not how it is. It's not. It's not like oh, this, drum, this drummer can do sixteen blast beats in the in the space of this amount, which of time. is what this guy does. But, but like, like, yeah, that's it, not how it is. If somebody's good and somebody gets, uh, it's more about. I would say it's nearly just about as much as how they get along with the band. Well, that's what I was about to say. Uh, like any band, like you can be the best guitarist ever, but you're a pig of a human, and no one wants to be in the band with you. Yeah, exactly. So, like, for whatever reason, like. You could have a guitarist, a singer, and a bassist that's been in the band for 20 years. Any drummer that comes into that thing is not going to feel a part of it as much. So, like, they're easily replaceable. But like you say, like, a lot of drummers do get the chop. Oh, for whatever reason that is, I could not tell you. But, like, personality clashes, like, a lot of like a lot of good drummers get the sack. Like, it's like, what the fuck? Like, the Avenged Sevenfold drummer got the sack. Yeah. That's a personality clash. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, yeah. He was coming from a different country. He barely spoke the language, didn't he? Fantastic like, drummer. There's nothing wrong with his playing. What, that was just a bullshit thing. What, so about, like, uh, what about Joey Jordanson? Was that, was that a case of... Uh, that's, a, that's a case of him getting too big-headed. Like, do you reckon it was him getting too big-headed? Um, or do you think it was Corey Taylor getting a bit too well, big-headed? Well, he kicked out... Was it Jim Root as well that kicked out of the band? Did he? Yeah, I can't remember. No, Jim Root's still in the band. He kicked him out of Stone Sour. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> that's so funny. He kicked him out of Stone Sour. He's still in Slip. Yeah, how fucked is that? That's so the stupidest thing. Imagine, like, imagine finishing up your Stone Sour rehearsal, saying you're out of the band, and then being like, okay, see you tomorrow, Slip Knot. And then has got a Slip Knot rehearsal. <laughs> It's so good. It's almost like it's just the dumbest thing you can ever do. It's, it's the most ridiculous thing of all time. Oh, it's so but good. Just, don't bring your, just bring your mask this time so I don't have to fucking look at your head. <laughs> I think he's bald anyway. Anyway, um, so album, standout tracks, Nathan. Yeah, there's a couple for you. But um, Nick, I do want you to listen to this album. I actually think you'll like it. Um, Are you sure about that? So Betrayer. Yep. And Thrown Into The Fire. Thrown Into The Fire, I believe, is the last track. And that for me, I told you to listen to it. I, I messaged you to listen to this I song. Did, I've listened to a couple of songs. I don't know. I, I don't. They're another one of those bands. I kind of just. You say like, you're just like meh. But I, no, I, I listened to it in my car, but I didn't really get the song title. And you know, there's plenty of those bands. Well, at the moment. I'll tell you this. So Matt Heafy actually screams in this album. So the last album he didn't scream at all. So him and the the bassist are actually screaming in this album, which is really good. And there's a lot of moments, Nick, that remind me of Lamb of God. Ooh, the Lamb-, Lamb of God and also Avenged. There's a lot of t- like okay. really, really good like guitar riffs, like the drumming. So getting back to drumming. So it's a new drummer and it's the first time blast beats are back. But the blast beats don't ruin it. Like a lot of like technical death metal bands, they ruin it like just like, I don't know, over the top drumming. This album doesn't do that. It really accentuates the actual music. So I was really happy with it. But yeah, Thrown Into the Fire and Betrayer. They're the two. Thrown the Fire is the closer, isn't it? Closer, yeah. So yeah, it's the so, last track. Yeah. Um, interesting to put like, what is it the best track because it's like the biggest track or like what is it? Because like, there's yeah, just something about is it. Is it like that out like you know Polaris's out, outro track Sonder is kind of like that. A little bit different. And, yeah, yeah, it's a little it's bit different. different. Is it kind of yeah. like that or is it? 
very similar. Structure-wise, it's very similar to the rest of the album, but it just for me, it's just there's something about it. The chorus is really good. The drum pattern's really good. The guitar pattern's really good. The riff's really good. It's just something about it. And uh, overall favorite track from Trivium, not just this album. I just wanted to get you one because I've, I've realistically I can I can only think of a couple of songs Trivium have done really. There's a it's, it's got a really long name. I can't name into, off the top of my head. Hell, into the hell, into the yeah, into the fucking hell of March. We fucking into the, into the depths of hell we march. Yeah, something like that. I, that my, that's my favorite. In what, flames, I was gonna say because I knew in it. In waves, in waves, that's it. In flames, in flames we, is good yeah, bad. <laughs> not bad. In, yeah, waves. in waves, in waves, that was the album. In waves is mine. Would you pay any money? Like these guys are festival bands for us. I think like we oh, see them though. If they were playing a download, like. As long as they weren't clashing, I'd go to see him. Yeah. If they were cl- if they were playing with North Lane, you go see North Lane. I'd go see Trivium. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. It's funny because like, and that's that's kind of that's you know, a, that's that's an example. And it, yeah, it goes against what I'd usually say. Go to see the international, but it kind of shows how much I care about Trivium at the end of the day, doesn't it? What do I want to do, Nathan? Is that, is that a, just a personal hatred? No, I don't. I don't hate Trivium. Trivium, one of those bands, I think, just got lost in the shuffle of all these kind of when the I remember metalcore giants. Yeah, they kind of had they had four bands kind of coming through. You had Bullet. Trivium, Avenged, Lamb of God. They were kind of the four bands coming up at a similar time. And yeah, you know, Kill Switches and that, but Kill Switch were kind of they were doing pr- their they own. Were a little thing. bit earlier. Well, yeah. And well, Lamb were- of God, like, uh, influenced a little bit by Kill Switch. Yeah. Like, they're in that documentary. Like, Great documentary. But, like, right now, Lamb, Lamb of God are kind of, they're at that metal, they're almost at metal god stuff. Yeah, I was about to say metal gods, easily. Um, like, there was Avenged- there, that. Slipknot yeah, kind of 100%, level. Like yeah. Avenger, like you know, Avenger, Avenger headlining download in UK. We might have to say that one more time. And Bullet are kind of you know they've dropped off. It's mate. almost like like Avenger, uh, Metallica, um, Lamb of God, uh, Slayer. You know the kind of the band that everybody loves. The, yeah, and then you got kind of then yeah. you kind of got Anthrax and Megadeth kind of hanging down the bottom there with uh, Trivium Bullet, and it's just and Trivium and Megadeth. They consistently bring out like yeah. decent shit. Whereas <sighs> Bullet, who would you Anthrax. take, Trivium or Bullet? Personally, I'd take Bullet. I think their yeah, songs are better. Me but, too. But the relevance of Bullet at the moment is a lot lower than it is with Trivium. Actually, I'm going to go to the, the likes just quickly. Yeah, just go give me, give me the likes right. quickly. Well, yeah. What are your quick estimation? I would say that Trivium would have 2.7 million. So you reckon they're going to have more or less? And well, Than Bullet? I think yeah. Bullet has to have more. Surely has to have more. I'm going to say Trivium's got more. Oh, no. Don't you, don't you ruin my day like this, Nathan. Not putting this fucking is Matt Heafy still the vocalist? Yeah, yeah, he's still rocking. He's still he's a he's a weird looking dude. Oh, he's strange looking. <laughs> okay, Trivium one point nine. One point nine. It's pretty good for a mediocre metal band, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Bullet. Oh shit. Bullet oh shit. Give it to me. Oh god, I don't want to say it. Three point one. <laughs> no. I don't. I don't want to say it. Is it less? It. No, it's more. Yeah, I don't want to say it. Two point seven. I only said it to be different to you. Okay. Okay. North of 3.1. Oh, five. North. Seven. North. Ten. Lower. Nine. A little bit lower. <laughs> eight. Eight. Up. <laughs> are we going to go points? Yeah. 8.8. 8. 8. No, lower, you jerk. 8.7. Lower. 8.5. Yes. <laughs> okay, there we go. Look at it right there. 8.5, that's huge. That's, mate, that's tears don't fall right there. Yeah, <laughs> that is literally tears don't fall. There you go. It's probably mate, relevant for mate, 5 million. Well, that's the thing. Like That's what, at, happened, at, that's what happened when they made that shitty album. That They got really popular on Facebook. Oh, tears don't fall part two. No, yeah. Oh, well, the poison. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, that's the thing, like. It's really important that we actually say this. So, like, Trivium, as a band, are technically better. And for whatever, like, reason, Bullet have written better songs. Better songs. You write more popular songs, you're going to be 
more popular, obviously. So Trivium, they don't have a... St- like, I struggled to name that song. That's my favourite song. Yeah. So their singles are not on the level the Bullets have been throughout the, the time. Yeah, Dream Theater aren't the best band in the world. Of course not, because they, they might be technically... Yeah, gifted. technically they're the, probably the best band in the world, but because you're not writing hits, no one cares. Exactly. Nath, do you want to play... Go on. Do, you want, do we want to play one more song before we get out of here? What are you going to play? What are you going to play?
not the best song on the album name. That is an absolute fuck. Besides the fact that he says, I just said it to piss you off. <laughs> oh, no, it's got to get this album. This album, you got to get the CD, mate. It's got the, it's got the signatures. I'm going to swap it with mine so I get the signatures because in 20 years' time, this is going to be known as the, the greatest album of all time. The, the catalyst to what Polaris are going to become. Well, they're the future, mate. They are. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Backbone Music Podcast. If you like what you hear, please subscribe. We'll be back in two weeks to play a bunch of new tunes to get our opinions on whatever the hell we want to talk about. Nathan Cousins, it's been a pleasure as always. It has. And see you next time.